Hello, welcome back. It's Ketchup Fridays. I am your host, Oribi Edmond. I'm not bored. Yes, we're back. <laughs> and we ain't gonna be going nowhere. You understand? Right, guys, I'm so excited. Uh, we are at a certain stage at this podcast where it's gonna get real and deep. Okay. So the, today's topic is no longer condemned. We're still on the passage of Romans chapter 8. If you guys have forgotten, you know, um, just to remind everyone, Romans 8 is our anchor scripture through the podcast. And it's a deep one. And I really enjoy it. And I have got so much to say on this. But I thought it would be nice to bring on my friend, you know, I don't know if you remember her. She was in the conversation um, on friendships. It's Mariah Ichapa. Mariah, you've got the phone. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy listening. As already introduced me, I am Mariah. Uh, I am a, I'm currently a researcher and a creative, as I like to yes, introduce so. myself. So, yes. Honestly, I think I, I love the creative industry for one thing. It's... I don't know what to say. It's just, you know, there's so much joy in creating and making things. And that's kind of one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast. Vision as a society, as a fellowship, love to talk about God. And in a way that it provokes thought and um, yeah, and provokes conversations that need to be, you know, talked about. A lot of people try to avoid the conversation of eternity, spirituality and um that's not what vision is about we want to talk about it we want to hit it on the nail where it's deep get the foundations right you know what i mean yeah so i give a nod to that conversation yes. starter so people get talking and start exactly. speaking about it and what perfect topic no longer condemned a lot of people um the the word condemnation is it's um how would i say it's tabooish. Who wants to be condemned? Why are you judging? Why are you condemning? You know, mm. um, and um, it's a it's a word that obviously we know it's it doesn't mean well. And so when we talk about no longer condemned, there's a passage in the Bible that speaks to this so profoundly, and I think we need to start there in order to lay the foundation for this conversation. And that is Romans 8, our anchor scripture, actually. So, I'm going to just, you know, go right ahead and read this. And, yeah, let's see where it goes. So, I'm reading Romans 8, chapter 1, 2. No, sorry, Romans chapter 8, verse 1 to verse 4. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law 
might be fully met in us who did not live according to the flesh but according to the spirit <laughs> right mariah let's unpack hmm. this because yeah first of all i think my my first question first is like why did the writer who is paul have to say there is no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus why did he have to bring that up mm. there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus let's start there i think um if you begin to read from romans mm-hmm. 1 Paul sort of laid the foundation before um, getting to this point. I think the chapter before, okay. chapter 7, explained we have been freed from the law. So after people have been freed from the law, um, after we as believers have been freed from the law, I think Paul had um, Paul saw the need to emphasize the fact that we are now, um, therefore, mm-hmm. no longer condemned. So people do not feel they are condemned or they are put to doom or have been sentenced to death. I think if you look at the word and condemn, even in the dictionary, those are the kind of words that are around. Those are the kind of words that could be synonymous to condemn, like death, sentenced to death, doom and stuff. Just so people are now aware we have a new life in Christ and we're alive in Christ. So we are now no longer condemned. You mentioned something about the law, right? And I'm like, okay, so where is this law coming from? And how is it that now we are no longer caught? Actually, you know what? Verse 3 strikes me so much. It says, for what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, Mm. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. Mm. So you mentioned something Mm. about how, um, you know, the reason why... You know, Paul had to say that we're no longer condemned is because you know there was that there was an aspect of the law that um, that mm. it condemned us in some way. Does that make sense? So, yeah. Okay. So there was a law. But um, I'm going to list out a few things the law could not okay. do. First of all, the law could mm. not justify us because we're justified okay. um, by faith um, yeah. by having faith in God in Jesus that's how we're justified so the law could not do that if anything the law was a mirror to us to see how sinful we were okay so the law yeah. could not free us from sin and that's why we were in need of a savior okay so in that case it kind of means that there is a condition because if you if if we look at verse one it said therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus because through christ jesus the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death right pay attention like let's pay attention to there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in christ so it's like so if Mm. you're not in christ there is condemnation sad to say why yes there is because it's like why is that there there must there must be a reason and i think it's important to understand this holistically because a lot of people say oh um and 
that that's the thing like it's the reason why sometimes this conversation can tend to be very like um oh what's the word it is hard to say it's because we approach our understanding of it from a very um um fleshly point of view and this is because we don't understand things mm, in the spirit first things first and foremost yeah. on this podcast where we have a very a, a christian perspective but also we are very aware of spirituality not just spirituality but spirituality under god under jesus christ first and foremost whether you're a christian whether you're not a christian you need to understand this you have a spirit you have a soul and you have a body and yeah whether people want to admit it or not we all have spirits simple so we live in a in a physical world there's also a spirit realm it should be fact it shouldn't be spooky it shouldn't be a thing where we're scared of no it's it's a fact it exists it's a fact it exists it is true people go to psychics because they are aware that there's something spiritual people go to church because they are looking for a god they are looking to regain to their soul see every person yeah is looking for their spiritual source some people call it the universe some people call it you know different things but it's god it is god yeah it is god we call it god i find that some people uh, uh, i find that a lot of times we don't want to say it's god because we 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 feel it comes with like some kind of strict moral compass and i think um romans 8 is actually trying to shed some light in, in this right um yeah the reason why i think yeah just to come out and say i think the reason the condition there is because um as human beings we actually living in a in 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 a state in a state in a condition ourselves let let me yes, explain are. you know if you remember in the previous episodes we've talked about who god is you know we've talked about law versus sin um, um we've talked about the law versus grace you know and you know we've talked about a lot of things um by now i i want to believe that people now grasp the understanding of how in the beginning when adam and eve sinned right they fell they 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 by disobeying god they inherently accepted a sin nature in them they kind of they messed up the order in which god created things you know and god could see down the line that these people have condemned themselves what does the bible say the wages of sin is what and yeah. you know um the same way like we, we say god is the king of kings and lord of lords you know so therefore every word that comes out of his mouth every decree he makes is legal does that make sense and if we say the bible is mm. a legal book then if we know if we say the bible is the word of god then it's a legal it's a legal document <laughs> you know just if we if we could use that like train of thought mary i'm going to really ask you what you think about this but i'm just like unpacking like 
you know my thoughts on this matter like so if yeah. we say the word of god is god's legal document and the bible has said you know the wages of sin is death because this is god's principles because god is holy and he's righteous and good and he does not sin right it means that yeah. we set ourselves up with our own hand yeah. by disobedience so he loves us so much and he's like what am i going to do to free these people from the bondage of sin and death that they have created for mm. themselves and that's mm. the storyline and it's like I mean, that was now when god now started putting the law in place sending the prophets sending priests sending judges trying to make sure that you know the people of israel are kind of like a, a, a reflection of what the church is meant to be you know trying to set them apart so that they can yeah. know his way it's always about his way and the way he does things so that they can be made right and be able to come back to him so that condemnation yeah. is actually also that give ourselves the condemnation so he's actually trying through these means and finally the last game the first the last and final game changer that eventually made it possible for us to now be in god's presence jesus christ dying on the cross of calvary for our sins now his sacrifice basically paid the wage of the paid the wages of sin which is death christ died he paid that wage on our behalf so that we could now be free so that now we can now say there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus for those who accept that yes jesus he paid the debt to that's the person that bailed us out so now if we believe that there will be Mm. no condemnation for us Mm. trying to put this in in break it down for them break it down and to like a more realistic um yeah level so people could see the picture clearer so it's like for example committing a crime and you mm. being faced in front of the judge now and you're being asked to pay the consequence of your crime and someone literally walks in and says oh no um he doesn't need to pay she doesn't need to pay like it's fine mm. like, um, i would pay for their mistakes and i would pay for their things like you could let them go literally and the person steps in now and takes um mm-hmm. the blame for your wrongdoing mm. and pays the crime for you and you're literally set free yeah. and you're let go literally just like that that is exactly what jesus christ came to do for us when he died for us and that's why paul is saying therefore there is therefore now no condemnation yeah. for those of us who are in christ one of the reasons is because he came and really paid for all the things we committed past present and future and now we accepting that he's done that and we now saying wow like letting him believing he's done that and letting him into our lives automatically we are like set free because of that and now we're like the person who was free by the judge because someone else stepped in to pay the crime for perfect and you can see like basically with this illustration you can now see where that condition comes from it's not as if it's not as if god doesn't want you to be free there's a condition because there's already been a condemnation I think you know in our faith <clears throat> mm. and as people we need to realize that um and it's something we need to see for ourselves that um without christ we are not good 
we've fallen and it's the humility and i pray for those who are listening if we could be humble and realize for ourselves that our 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 sense of goodness and rightness is not 100% Mm. I like hey. to joke and say there's no good without God. <laughs> like you can't spell good without God. So yeah, we yeah. can't be good and without God. Honestly, like this truth can be so freeing because a lot of us might, a lot. I think a lot of us are suffering from trying to do good and trying to do right and trying to be righteous, even when it's like in our nature we don't have the ability to. And so we need we need a savior. We need a savior who knows us and can now give us mm. the ability, the grace to to do these things. But it mm. wouldn't it wouldn't be by our own natural effort anymore. That's when now leaning on the spiritual I help can't... from God now becomes important in our lives. You know, mm. I can't mm. even imagine having to bear the burden of like doing faith or doing God by myself, like. Um, loving God and being yeah. a Christian by myself, like it's even impossible yeah. because naturally, like we're imperfect beings, and there's no way. I mean, we said we say many things. <laughs> I said so many things I was going to do today. I haven't done most of them. So um, imagine now keeping someone else's word. Like yes. it's more difficult for you to do, if you can't keep your own wow. word. Imagine keeping someone else's word is even going to be more difficult for, for us to do as human beings naturally. So. Um, I feel that's also one of the reasons why I think God sending the Holy Spirit oh, and- also, has also been very important like, for our faith hmm, That's journey. amazing, actually. I never really saw it in that way. If you cannot even keep your own word, imagine trying to keep someone else's word. <laughs> we need help. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. That's we amazing. do, we do, we do. And that's why it says there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit because mm. now you're walking according to the spirit no longer according to the flesh and we have the holy spirit guiding us and walking in the spirit and not according to uh, our flesh desires and it just even ties everything i feel this romance Honestly. age could easily even explain salvation you know with god jesus and the holy spirit coming to set us free i wow. thought it's kind of even wow, that's amazing in mm-hmm. fact i even wanted to even mention this thing like in in verse chapter 8 romans chapter 8 verses where do i read now maybe three okay so for for what the law okay. was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh the law in itself mm. i think even paul mentions this the law literally was made available so that we could actually see how much we need god it's like we know there's the law but yet people mm. still fault the law it's because they don't have the ability to in fact what the law does is even educate you on what is wrong so that you can't do it <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense with that analogy but let me yeah exactly. it can't control our actions so like we, you know you get willing to get for driving fast for example so people still drive fast like the law can't control like it can't control the way you act even though it's there it can't make you perfect you know because the problem is you to be a better person it's in it and that's what christ exactly. came to christ came to solve yeah. the inner problem which is the spiritual problem and see that's why when we are able to accept christ and just lean on his love 
what did what did verse four say? So let me just you know finish that. Once we lean into His love, then we are inherently fulfilling the rest of the law. Why do I say this? Verse three. For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. So And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who live not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. That's why there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. When you are in Christ Jesus, right, and and therefore you are now walking in the Spirit, the righteous requirements of the law will be met. You you would you would naturally meet it. You wouldn't have to force it or try so hard because you're walking in the Spirit and not according to your flesh. And that mm. truth, oh Lord, is so freeing. Ah, Mariah, I don't know. Ah, um, it's like you go to bed at night every day thinking, "Wow, thank you, God, really." Just salvation itself, that gift, there's nothing that could compare to the gift of salvation and having God, because, like you said, that's the word, freeing. It's just freeing. I feel like life already throws so many curveballs and so many challenges to us, like to human beings naturally. So I can't even imagine having to think of that one other thing in my mind. Like, but then when you go to night, bed at night, mm. you're thinking peacefully because you know your eternity is secure. Like, even if you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow in life, you know, oh, eternity for me is secure. Like, yeah. by God's grace, I am saved for eternity. I don't know probably what, what challenges I'll face tomorrow. I don't know what the day will throw at me, but I know my challenges secure. And I know even if challenges come tomorrow, yeah. God is still on my side and God will still see me through. And like, yeah, yeah. so like you said, it's just so freeing and so peaceful yeah. to know that literally. And at the same time, also very humbling to know someone like God, I mean, a whole king, like cares so much about yeah. you to send his son to come and pay for your sins. Just even trying to make this like let's paint a realistic yeah. picture here now, just so people can get the full picture. Let's let me use the most powerful person, um, the most powerful man um, on earth now, which people <laughs> tend to assume is the president of America. So imagine now you committing a sin. Let's say uh, you committing a crime. Let's say even stealing from a grocery store. Let's not even go as far as. Uh, killing someone let's just say something like that or this the common one like you um getting a speeding ticket or breaking like a driving law and then he now sends literally and um, he doesn't know i mean it even makes more sense that when you can i'm using someone from america because he doesn't really know you from anyway well that's what we think anyway and imagine um joe biden literally sending his son mm. to come and pay for your crime to say oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How about, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard um, this boy, this girl was in a speeding ticket already. How about you go and you take the blame and pay for it? Just like, yeah. even sound, it doesn't even make sense hearing it, literally. So imagine God, all-powerful God, the person who spoke this world into his existence. Someone who just like opened his mouth and we're here, like literally, and reformed. Sending his son to come and pay for like our crimes so we are no longer condemned, like 
I mean, I, I really can't even fathom. Like, it's just mind blowing to, to think. To truly, even it's mind boggling of even what that means. Understand. Like, the depth and length and yes. breadth of the love God has for us. Hmm. Exactly. Mm. And that's what yes. you see at the foundation of all his actions the love. Yeah. The love behind every single thing he does. Love for us from day one. I mean, if lo- if it's not love that could make someone do this kind of thing, I really don't know what is because even me as I am now, I don't see mm-hmm. myself sending anyone paying yeah. anyone's crime or even see myself paying anyone's crime. So I can't even imagine sending someone I love like so much mm. to pay the crime for someone I probably don't even know. Even worse, one who doesn't even know me, like or doesn't care about me. But that's what God did. Even when we didn't care, the Bible oh, said, said yeah. I think whilst we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. We actually didn't know, we and we didn't care about him, but wow. still, he died for us in that moment. Just so we're, mm. just so we're and now free and we're no longer condemned. Amazing truth. I don't know about you guys, but if there's anyone longing and wanting to know about this freedom, wanting to know more about this freedom, please, we always say this: feel free to find us on Instagram and message us. Our Instagram is vision v-i-z-i-o-n underscore society underscore r-g-u like you know this freedom god gives yeah it's not in this world because nothing comes free nothing is free even in free town (laughs) (laughs) you know Mm. for me right now is i that's true what does a life no longer condemned look like you know yes we need let us see it and recognize it for what it is. For me, like, I just, mm. I can only just but share my testimony. I might not go into full details, but, you know, there are times when I fall short and um, I just know that, God, what I've done right now has offended you. It has offended you. And mm. just, you know, there are just times when I, I cry right i'm just burdened by what i've done it's like how can no surely you can't forgive me this is too bad you know and <laughs> you know and, and you know there are so many people you could come you could if you were to hear this now you might just compare it and be like ah, you didn't kill anybody but i mean for me for me it was just that bad but you know what let me even compare paul paul claims he's this he's the sinner of all sinners in the bible right he killed he murdered he chased down people he chased down mm-hmm. god's people man what did he not do right and god mm-hmm. still called out to him appointed him chose him loved him for me you know i i sincerely did not like what i did you know and i was just whiling in it tearing up and my whole day was just gone sad in like sadness and you know I, I intentionally confided in someone and he reminded me of this scripture you know there's therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus God has forgiven us mm. especially for those who've accepted him like mm. like he has paid he's paid it he's paid it all and a lot and I sincerely feel the reason why Paul had to mention this is for people like maybe 
me and for those who feel under the burden of their sin their sin their sinfulness you know and you know because the devil the devil's mm. job right now is to pull you far away from god i don't know about you but there are times when you do something and it's like surely god cannot forgive you and you you immediately start staying away from god you stay away from church you stay away from the gathering of the saints like you just you you just go away and the devil just keeps you in isolation and in that isolation he tells you you're just worthless you're just useless you're pathetic you know and he keeps he condemns you it's the devil that condemns mm. That's why Paul had to remind us, look, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ mm. Jesus. Because the devil will come and he will condemn, 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 belittle you, insult mm. you through words, you know? Sometimes we just have words going through our mind and stuff. And it's like, mm. the devil is just there. And suddenly, when you read this and you're like, there's therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God loves you. And you, it's because of your sin mm. and your tendency to sin that he came to save you it's because of sinners he came to bring salvation so therefore if it's because of this thing that christ came then surely i should run to him so that i can get my help get my salvation get the need the help that i need you know mm. and sometimes just even understanding god's love and being in the in god's presence and his, in his presence he gives you the grace the ability, the spiritual ability to now overcome that sin and not do it again. Yeah. I feel like just yeah. I feel like there's a need to also make it clear whilst we're speaking about it. When we say there is now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ, we're not saying if you're in Christ, you mm. you're automatically perfect or you will never commit sin. I mean Ideally, we hope that were the case, but that would not be the case until we eventually end up um, with God. But because we're still made of flesh and we're still on this earth, as long as we still have flesh in us, we would continue to sin because, like you said at the start, it's in our nature. We're naturally fallen beings. The difference now with someone who is in Christ and who has sinned is that is not our lifestyle. That's not what we do. So yes, we fall short, but then we would um, get back up. For example, like a fish, a fish lives in water. So a fish could eventually go and probably swim to the land, but then after staying there for a couple of minutes, it's like, oh no, this is not where I, this is not who I am. Like this is not what I do. Like this is not where I live. This is not my kind of place. And they eventually go back to water because they can't survive on land the same way with us, because we're now. Um, mm. because we're now no longer condemned that's because we've given yeah. our life to Christ and now we have we're a new being so because we're now a new creature like all things have passed away so all the sinful lifestyle that's no longer who we are that's not who we are so now when we see sin it's like okay I mean I think you look attractive but this is not really what I do this is not who I am anymore so sometimes we may fall but then we would always find our way back yeah. home because yeah we now have and I think another thing to even point out is um when we are not in Christ yeah we are under this bondage God calls sin a bondage the law of sin and death it's a bondage it's in our in, it's in our flesh mm. and so like mm. that law it makes us how many of us like you know we do things that we know is bad for us 
you get like oh, and there are some people it's, it's, it's almost diet. very compulsive <laughs> and god recognizes this it, it, it we need to understand that things are spiritual like we're both spirits we're, you know and there's a spiritual um, existence of things and there's a physical existence of things that thing that makes us um, almost addicted to doing things that are wrong even when we know it's not good for us and you know in, in our hearts we want to stop it's a law it's a spiritual law of sin and death that is in us and so when Christ came to save us he came so that he could take away that law from us and so we are no longer in captivity or in that compulsive we're not in, we're not in that bondage of being comp- comp- oh I, I lock the word god help me we're no longer yes we're no longer being, it's being sort of controlled by, by the and now law. we can now have the, the the grace the power to say no that, that's our salvation mm. that's the salvation and like you know so Christ did a lot more than we think. <laughs> he did a lot more than we think. A lot of us feel like, oh no, we he can't did. come out he of did. this addiction. No. That's why God is offering that salvation. So that the bondage, the law of sin and death will be destroyed. And then we can have the power and the grace and the ability to say no. No to this addiction. No. No, I'm not depressed. I take up the power mm. of God. I am no longer condemned to this because this sin, this thing will no longer condemn me. You know? It's it's crazy. I know what that's what a life no longer condemned looks like. Freedom. Freedom to say no to sin and the power to rise above sin. The sin nature in us. Proper freedom. Oh, we just want to, I just, you know, uh, this is not what I always do, but I just want to thank God for that freedom, that grace, that power, that enablement, the grace Ooh. to rise above sin, to rise above sinful natures that control us, addictions. We have the power to say no in Christ Jesus, through Christ Jesus. Mm. If there's anyone listening to us that feels like they can't stop what they're mm. doing, like they're addicted, I tell you, try jesus you probably tried everything else now try jesus try jesus mm. oh this is amazing that's what a life no longer condemned looks like freedom grace power strength eternal life eternal and life. eternal life plus eternal plus <laughs> you know so yeah Mariah have you got like any experiences like having a no longer condemned oh. life you know I think I already said those things and um, but even speaking about this now again I'm kind of remembering it it's just like wow like thank you girl yeah. and it blessed me so much as well like even saying the things out loud because I feel like yeah. there are things we know but I feel like we kind of get too familiar with them so the more we speak about it and remind yeah. ourselves, it's just like, I'm just like, wow, like, thank you, God, once again for like sending your son to literally come and pay for my sins just so I could now no longer be condemned and I'm literally free for the rest of my life. You, you know, sure. 
all the scenes yeah. of his for past, present, and future like has been covered. And I mean, <laughs> if that's not the greatest well, act of love, I don't know what is. I really don't know what is. People promise you the whole world. People promise you yeah. all the gifts. People promise you, I mean, all the holidays yeah. and stuff. But yeah. nothing beats this, <laughs> literally. No breaking back yeah. can beat this. <laughs> I mean, nothing well, beats this. Honestly, like, this is honestly, the greatest honestly, show of love in our greatest opinion, show, the per- greatest pursuit of love for mankind. Wow, that's amazing. I think my we're coming to the end of this conversation, but you know what? One last question: Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Yeah. Is it worth it? Is it worth is it question? to just? Is that even worth a question? Know, the God it worth Jesus Christ train right now. Is it worth it? I say yes. Ah. It's more than worth it. Man. Worth it is not even the word. It Jesus is it. worth it, man. It is it. <laughs> I feel in that, that's when you begin to find life, the true meaning of life, the true purpose for life, and the essence of life. You find that in, from all the pictures because it's just like I can't even imagine what hmm. how I would see life from a different lens because I don't know now you see life in full like you, you're not just thinking of this life you're thinking of the yeah. fact your actions today affects your eternal life as well and you're seeing hmm. the big picture and you're just even seeing life in perspective like seeing how much God loves you and just remember just living life yeah. in that yeah in that security I would say <laughs> I don't know it's just you just see life from a different perspective now and even the way you approach things the way you live your life the way you approach people the way you literally everything you're seeing and just yeah. even yeah. knowing that God exists in every little yes. detail of life yes. it's just like it changes your whole view of Honestly, the whole world um, literally I mean well we've all we've said it we've said it all we have said it all a life no longer condemned looks like what we have said and i encourage you all to you know try jesus i just keep saying this try jesus you might have tried a lot of things but try jesus because there is a there's a fullness there's a fullness and wholeness and life that um, jesus offers that i don't think many um many solutions offer and it's a relationship with jesus christ it's a conversation mm. we've talked about how god hearing from god and speak you know hearing from god looks like we've talked about god we've talked about you know we've talked about a lot of things on this podcast and um now it's just time to i hope we can all decide um jesus is worth it it is worth it it is so worth it and a life of freedom and Maya said something about how we see things in full. Do you know that when you even get to know God even more, you find that there's so much more to know? There's so much more to know. I honestly, I would just end this podcast here and just we could go on and on and on, honestly. We like, could actually go on and, love, on and on and on and on. Sacrifice. <laughs> why we're no longer condemned is amazing and i pray for each and every one of us listening that 
this would be our experience let it not just be mm. you heard it from mariah let it not be that you just heard it from what we know i pray that this will be your encounter and your experience in jesus name so that is it for catch up friday today and i hope to see you in the next episode peace y'all hello everyone don't run away yet i would like to give one more announcement the alpha course launches on the 3rd of march with the vision society that is exciting and i hope you're excited too the alpha course is an exciting multi-week session exploring the christian faith Each talk looks at different questions around faith and provides a space online for open conversations exploring the meaning of life. The idea is to create a safe space for people to have conversations about God and you don't have to be a Christian to have these conversations. So feel free to bring a friend along. I hope to see you there. If you would like to key in into the course, send us an email at vision society at rgeunion.co.uk that is vision v-i-z-i-o-n society at rgeunion.co.uk and if you would like you can send us a dm on instagram at vision underscore society underscore rgu remember to put a z with your vision okay because that's the way we roll so i hope to see you there on wednesday And I am excited and I hope you are too. See ya!